everybody, it's me, Steve, and I'm with my friends, Jake and Jordan. Guys, how are you? This is the Shock Factor Podcast. How are you guys doing? That was the loudest I've ever heard you talk. Yeah, I don't know if... Why do you I'm do glad that? you're excited. Now that we're... Dwe- I, well, I'm excited because I spoke to Sonny D today. Ooh, we will All get right, there. honestly, in that case, totally fair. Yeah, but I've decided, now that the season's almost over, I want to be good at being a podcaster. Better. Better at it. So I'm working on, I, I have my game notes of which you guys gave me. This is what baseball is all about, getting better. And here we are. I appreciate that energy, Steven. As we record this on Friday evening, following the first two games of the 2022 Men's College World Series here in Omaha, Nebraska, Steven Schock, you are sitting right next to me. Jake Mintz, say something. You're also on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> they weren't words. What's going on, guys? Uh, It is a pleasure once again to be joined uh, by you two fine folks. I got to be honest; it's been you guys arrived what on on Wednesday evening, so we've we've done about forty eight hours together for Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, so we've done a little over forty eight hours together. We've probably been next to each other for what 40 of those hours <laughs> certainly feels like of, it. of the waking out of the waking, oh, of the hours. waking hours i would say 95 percent yeah. of the hours we've spent together which was the plan uh and we decided we wanted to hop on here and record an episode of the shock factor and just kind of tell you what, what we've been up to What's i mean the if deal you, man if you're, if you're following on d1 baseball you've probably seen some of the stuff we've been doing but we we wanted to kind of reflect and recap do you want to go in in alphabetical order aka chronological order <laughs> yeah. yeah all right <laughs> yes of let's let's order do that. Of what teams no 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 no, 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 no. no. Oh. like like of when we got here <laughs> to, to this oh, moment okay, as okay. we sit here on friday I, I got confused by the alphabet that's true i mean Just i guess like we, kindergarten. we did record on wednesday night so we did that's all been covered me and shock meeting in the airport that's true. That's true. And, and at that point, we, you know, we, we previewed everything. But then on Thursday, we got to attend the, the workout slash media day over at the Chuck Box. And then today we got to, to watch the first two games of the World Series. So a lot has happened since we last recorded. So let's let's talk about our experience yesterday. So Stephen Shock, we had the, the opportunity to talk to five and a half of the eight teams uh, because of our schedule and because of some rain, which we can get to. Um, but the way it works here is every team starting at 9 a.m. gets an hour on the field to practice. And us media folk get to just kind of hang out on the field and talk to them if we ask nicely. It's a lot of lingering. It's a lot of <laughs> watching guys to see when they're available and when they're not. Something that, Jordan, you and I are very used to now as decade-long media professionals. But before we get into any specifics, Shock, I'm curious what your experience as media member has been because you've been a pod, a professional podcaster now for a couple months and a professional tweeter for longer than that. But this is your first time with like a credential and like being around writers and like in a press box. So I'm curious what that experience has been like. for you. Um, well, first of all, more, more loitering than I've ever done in my life. We have loitered hard. <laughs> really catch you, you. Now you understand why there are signs places. Yeah. Don't go there in are, front of that 7-Eleven <laughs> and interview college baseball players. There are, there are certain places where loitering is encouraged and, and welcome. And necessary. Is, and necessary. And this is one of them. Everywhere else is not kosher. Here, loiter. Loiter, loiter away. Yeah. And, you know, being in the press box for a game, is it's interesting. It's like you're in a library. <laughs> But instead of reading boring books about the whale or things like that, or maybe an encyclopedia because you're old and don't understand how Google works, 
you're watching a baseball game. Yeah. And it, it's very quiet. Um, sometimes people do not like if you're loud, and that's okay. Yeah, Shot got, uh, you were in there, Jordan. Shot got reprimanded. Yeah. Oh, really? After, yeah. even more so. Shot got reprimanded, and the best part was, like, Shock made it through the both games without being reprimanded, and then finally was was asked politely by someone working on a story if he could kindly shut the fuck up. Uh, he, that guy didn't actually say that, but Shock, it was funny, <laughs> he right? He did, because and I dangled him over the ledge, <laughs> Yeah, and then I broke his knees. <laughs> that did not happen. Right about that, Jimmy. <laughs> Not no, named Jimmy. Not happened. Okay, none, hold on. None of that Pause. happened. He was very polite. I was just a little excited because, um, believe it or not, some people like college baseball <laughs> and want to get get fucking excited about it. And I did that. Shock. Sorry. Shock. Hold hold that thought for a second, Jake. I want to I want to go to you here <laughs> yeah. to get Shock. the truth. No, 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 no. no. I, we're moving past okay. that interaction, even though I believe it. and It's very funny. Um, this was your first press box. First press box. Now something that happened. If you've never been to press box. Something we're used to is, you know, they read the pitcher's lines and they give you, oh, that was a hit, that was an error, that's all normal. But we did have something, something is unique in the Omaha press box that is not normal. Yeah. At all. That we should tell you, I guess we made clear it was not normal, but made the viewing experience very interesting. Very unique. Which is two, a combination of two things. One, the windows, which are closed, are very thick which means you cannot really hear the crowd very well. It, it is very insulated. This is why Steven said it sounds like a library. Reminded yeah. me of the Dominican press yes, box. Yes, we where in. it is. The, the, the windows are very thick. You know, sometimes if you go to Major League Press Box, especially when the weather is nice, I mean, I know it's really hot here, but the windows will be open, right? And so you can hear the natural crowd system, whatever. So that's one thing is you feel very isolated on top of, you know, being very high up above home plate. But also the broadcast not even the broadcast you don't hear the broadcast they have the tvs but the natural sound from the field which includes the the bases that's the mic on the ump the mic on the ump and on the bases too yep is very is cranked up full volume basically and we can hear it and, and so we can hear it. there so it was means... a scenario like where there was a foul ball it either hit off the catcher or the ump and you just hear <laughs> god damn it god damn it in and the you, press box and and you hear and the, the crack of the bat crack <laughs> The ping of the bat <laughs> is extremely ping is extremely loud. We do this before we box. continue. We've never talked about this. Shock. What is the word? Like what is this? Like the, what is the crack of the bat in college baseball? Is it the ping of the bat? I like to think the ting. The ting. Okay, it's ting. ting. You know, ting. it's not as much. Ping. It's a baseball it ting. If it's composite, it's a. <laughs> right so either way so those sounds are like amplified like yeah. crazy so which is very strange very and not something you have very entertaining too yeah. but very weird so uh, that was another press box experience let's hop back to media day so we're, we're on the field for media day this was on thursday and we do you get an hour with each team uh the first team that practiced was texas a&m and we slept through that because one there were not a lot of guys on that team that uh, stood out to us as particularly compelling interview targets. No offense to Texas A&M. Um, well, they get their business done. Yeah, they're a business team. Well, except for not today, but today, fine. but whatever. Uh, but the first team that we were able to interact with once we got there were the Oklahoma Sooners. And who did we speak to on the Oklahoma Sooners, Stephen Shock? First, we talked to Cade Horton. If if you're unsure of a name on the Oklahoma roster, there. Okay, so mathematically, 27 guys travel. Three of those guys are named Cade. This was Cade Horton. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. If, if someone is like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm on the Oklahoma baseball team. What's my name? 
Just say Cade. Yeah, you might be right. You got a great shot. It's your best chance. Yeah. So uh, Cade yeah. Horton smelled phenomenal. That he was did. a big takeaway. He did, and and I'm glad that you had the audacity to just say that. It was the first words out of your mouth when <laughs> Kate Horton walked over. Which is, honestly, it was great. No, it's true, but it worked out. Because then, we otherwise, right, we could have just stood there and been like, thinking like, yeah, he smells pretty good. But you asked well, him and he was very proud. And I also gotta say, like, you know, it was the most interesting part of the interview. You know, he's the best smelling guy in college baseball. That's compelling. And That's it, a story. It was after practice in the Omaha heat. And Jordan, you may have picked up on this by now by the fact that I was about six feet downwind from you and I smelled <laughs> your old spice pure sport and identified it like an absolute savage. You were I got a sniffer. You were yes. Oh yeah, you do. You That's also true. smelled awful but at the end <laughs> you, of the day you today, personally you, you did. You were B. O. Jackson. You... <laughs> uh sorry I grind. <laughs> B.O. B- nose, as they say. Um, B.O. Okay. in my nose. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Uh, we right. talked to Kate Horton. He Kate Horton cool. is great. Uh, we. It seems pretty likely he'll be starting the second game on Sunday for Oklahoma after they won the first game. Uh, very talented. I think he's awesome. He's one of my favorite players here. So he was cool. Uh, and then we talked to Peyton Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton Graham, which, again, you can go watch these interviews on D1 Baseball YouTube channel. Talked to Peyton Graham about uh, hitting a grand slam, about hitting a grand slam earlier this season. Uh, we're talking about being a tall stop. We like to call yeah, this tall, tall short stop. stops. He's a tall stop. Uh, and then after we, this is good. This is good. We mentioned this. This is, we did not make the video. Yeah. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Wow. We did a little like, yo, Peyton, you know, you know, oh, we Steven, Steven's always, oh, ha, 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 dipping, dipping dots, right? We're like, dude, you got to get some, some graham crackers, golden grams. And he's like, yeah. What, what, what are we doing? How are we not getting that hooked up? So Peyton Graham, I mean, look, he's going to be very wealthy next month anyway because he's going to probably be a you know, first-round draft pick. But I, Golden Graham's, you're really blowing it here. I mean, he, he's right there. His name's Graham, and he's really good. I've seen, a list, I've seen the listener data for the pod, and I know that seven marketing executives at Nabisco do tune in on a weekly right. basis. So hello, yeah, we're so. talking to you, Tim Todd, Don't John, and Kate. <laughs> um, the other only thing, the one from Oklahoma. Yeah, only the K from Oklahoma. But then an assistant coach for Oklahoma was like, Golden Grams is good, but the real answer for his NIL is skinny pop popcorn because yeah. uh, Peyton Graham is quite slender and has a lot of juice in his bat. So I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that skinny is pop. good. Uh, so then we did that. And then out came Texas. Yes. And we talked to Ivan Melendez. And the best part of the whole experience is people coming up to shock. Jordan and I are experienced covering baseball because we are not like we're not we didn't play in the College World Series and like we are not physically noticeable people. We usually have to approach players and then right. they're like, oh, fine. especially for, you know, here in college. Right. Like, you know, some of these players may be, maybe have heard of us, but not nearly as many as when we're at a major league game or yeah. minor league game. Right. And so, so here. But this is it's like everyone knows it's this the equivalent of, over here. It's the equivalent of going to a, a Mets game and Pete Alonso just being like, hey, yo, let's talk. And so that's what the experience was like with Melendez just coming up. We we reached out to the, the Texas PR person and was like, could we talk to Melendez? And he was like. Hey, like, don't want to be that guy, but like, he's getting a lot of requests. Like, I really would like to keep things light on him if that's okay. And we were like, yeah, totally fine. And then he just walked up the shock. <laughs> it was pretty. Uh, not gonna lie, I felt really good about myself in that moment. <laughs> you have brought me. You can back tell down it's on to, video. You can watch it. Even you have brought good. me back down to earth with the bo comments, but that you can't take that away. 
We're just keeping you balanced. We're going to go up and, and down I a lot over the rest of this episode. Uh, but Melendez, it was, it was great to see him. Confirmed Titanic has nothing to do with the boat. He's just very large um, and hits very far. It's cool to hear what his favorite home run was. I enjoyed uh, that discussion. Then we talked to Trey Faltini yep. about uh, you know you know running the being in charge of the Texas boombox. P. Hansen was hilarious. It was nice talking to P. Hansen. I know he had a tough uh, first game tonight Te- against Notre Texas Dame. Texas fans. So you're gonna sleep fine. I know a tough game today, but he was funny yesterday. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's so, what matters. Right? That's what we play for. It's about the charisma, my man. Trust me, as someone who did not <laughs> win a game in Omaha, if you're funny, you can survive. That's true. You, know? you can come back. Imagine even. being unfunny and bad. But <laughs> don't want that. Don't want that. And no. he wasn't really that bad. I, mean, I, I know. he was. Still, he was fine. It was also the type of situation where, like, coming here, I didn't have any thoughts about Pete Hansen. Really, like, I didn't have any takes about him as like a person or pitcher. And then we talked to him, and he was really nice and very funny. And then today, when he was getting knocked around, I felt a little worse. Like, I felt bad I for like him. I was like, guy, I like Pete. that guy. Yeah, if he was a dick, it would make me feel That's much better. <laughs> Whenever guys are struggling in the big leagues or like in baseball at all, I'm like, wow, I hope that guy's a schmuck. I hope he's a schmuck because that would, that would really be a bummer. Okay, so then we did that, and then we went to lunch and missed Notre Dame. <laughs> Sorry, Notre Dame. Sorry, That's Notre fine. Dame. Uh, nothing... We appreciate you. You very well might win the College World Series, um, and we respect the hell out of you, but we needed to eat tacos. We were so hungry. we went and had tacos with, uh, what was that guy's name, Kendall Rogers and Aaron Fitt, I believe those were the guys. Aaron... That... Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> we, like them. we like them. The funniest, they like us, thankfully. funniest part about Aaron Fitt is that he, he does not, he's not really a guy who gets fits off. Like, he's not – I've never been like, yo, what a fit. You know what I mean? Give him time. Good dude. He's still got another full day tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, but tacos were great. They Shouts were. out to hook and, hook and Lime. Not not hook, an ad. Not an ad. Oh, shouts out to uh, S2 Cognition. Ad. <laughs> ad, ad. Definitely ad. Ad, ad, ad. Uh, hook Thank and you. Lime. Right in the ballpark. Really good tacos. Uh, then we returned to the ballpark at the conclusion of – Stanford. uh stanford's uh time on the field and we spoke to stanford and i would say of all of our interactions that was the team which i think our stars were most aligned yep. our vibes our horoscopes were in sync would you say so Stephen Shaw? yeah mercury i think it's in retrograde or something like that is that a thing i don't no, know just go with it you can't question it just just say mercury is in retrograde <laughs> and our stars align really vibe with the stanford guys stanford yeah, was in aries and we were a capricorn we had if nice, those are compatible. Nice, nicely done. Uh, we had great conversations on camera with Drew Bowser, and with Brock Jones, and with Trevor Haskins, who has bright red hair right now. Not like oh, he's ginger, like red, like cardinal red hair. It is ridiculous. You will see it on TV on Saturday, I'm sure. Uh, so those conversations were great, and then we also just just kind of did a little, uh, just very fun chat with like the whole. There was like eight of them just lined up, just kind of. Who's I don't know why they were sticking around. We were like the catcher. I like the catcher. A lot. Cody Huff, awesome dude. Really like Cody and, uh, Huff. The first baseman. He was called Carter Graham. Carter very Graham. funny. Very funny gentleman. Interesting <laughs> fellow. In yes. Who I, I Rooney said this a hundred times on Squeeze Play last weekend. Four at bats last year. Twenty-two home runs this year. Uh, so we Amazing. like we like Carter Graham. Pretty a lot. good. Get him some golden grams. It God. was a fun situation where like there were probably thirteen Stanford players like with their arms over the dugout railing. And the three of us were on the other side, like on the on the field side, and we were like doing a three by like stand up act, <laughs> like we were like entertain trying to entertain fourteen Stanford Cardinals one time. It was good, but they great vibes, uh, good good. And 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 by the way, we, I think we've kind of talked about this about like all the old players and John Michael Bertrand and you know yeah. Austin Todd and 
Braden Webb. Uh, Stanford, I believe, has one senior. Um, not as easy for them to get transfers for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but them and Oklahoma are, are I think, clearly the, the youngest yeah. teams here. So, but Stanford, but they're very cool. talented. Really, really cool. I'm, I'm really excited to see them play tomorrow. So. You can really tell they're the, my pick. They're my pick to win. Yeah. So. You can really tell the pick, uh, the pick, the difference between the California guys and the non-California guys, right, Shock? Yeah. yeah, you can. What stands out like when you see a guy and you're like, oh, he's, oh, he's a dude. Like, uh, it, it really depends. What I like to do is I like to picture if they were holding a surfboard, would they look normal? Mm. Think about that. That guy from Utah holding a surfboard? Probably Sorry, not. Joey Dixon. You can't surf. What are you going to do? <laughs> surf down a mountain? Yeah. That's snowboarding, buddy. I've seen rocket power. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, so Stanford was very cool. Uh, at the same time that we had Arkansas, uh, one of the field. I don't believe we talked to any Razorbacks. I think we just got. I think we got too hot. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, yeah I was going to mention that. Warm, I was going to mention that earlier. It was like 95 degrees, and there was no. There was not a cloud in the sky for the first six hours of the day. Yeah. And at one point, probably around 12:30, Stephen Shock said something to me along the lines of, "I would something for some rain." I don't know what you said, but um, you, you you said something along the lines of "man." It I was would, probably yeah. vulgar. Yeah, of course. So we'll, we'll I would out. Who knows? Whatever. So I would shave like a monkey's butthole for some exactly. rain right now. Exactly. And then, but again, we looked up. There's not a cloud in sight. Then uh, Auburn arrived. Auburn arrived. We saw uh, Sunny D take some yeah, BP. We we'll, we'll get to Sunny D here at the end of this episode. And then um, suddenly the clouds started moving in. And at the time, first it was like, "This is great." We're not getting toasted anymore. This is fantastic. We can finally stand on the field and not feel like we're getting fried. Uh, and then suddenly it was just pouring. And Jake was upstairs uh, editing some of these wonderful videos that you guys are getting to watch. And I was like, oh, it's pouring. We need to get our, our fancy equipment out of the rain. So I picked up the camera and the tripod and I and the heavy backpack and I ran inside of the tunnel. And I assumed that Stephen Shock would you know, follow me after. Yeah. And I was sitting inside for about five minutes, knowing it was just suddenly pissing outside. And then I was like, all right, well, I don't know where Steven is, so I'm just going to go. Maybe he's not getting my text. So I run out to the tunnel, and I run out to the Auburn dugout where all the Auburn players are huddled under. And I'm just running up and down the dugout. I'm just like, where's Steven? Where, where could he have possibly gone? And then I look out, and he's just pulling the tarp. Felt <laughs> different. Steve, um, how did you get to tarp pull duty? Yeah. Um, to, give me the play-by-play of that. Enjoying the rain. I was gonna, like, you, would, you would ask for the This rain. felt phenomenal. The, for reference, there were beads of sweat going down my calves <laughs> from the grind. And everybody who listens has seen me. I'm an elite athlete. So this is out of the huge. And so I'm enjoying the rain. I'm soaking it in, just drinking it all in, getting the most out of the experience. And I feel a tarp pull coming. And I'm like, okay, this is where I shine. Because I love tarp pulls. So then how did you go from, I want to pull this tarp, to pulling this tarp? Because you, it seemed like you had been bantering with the grounds crew earlier. Is that accurate? Yeah, because last year when we played, grounds crew stays in the bullpen. One one guy. Because people throw beach balls onto the field. Right. And that guy's job runs. Get the beach ball. <laughs> pop it with a pair of scissors. This guy. Get booed. Kids say, don't run with scissors, kids. Parents say that, not kids. This guy gets paid to do it. Maybe try. I don't know. <laughs> he's the, he's elite though. He's like the world's he greatest a, scissor he's runner. He's a pro scissor runner. Okay, so you're standing, so the, I, you're standing I, in the field and you want to pull tarp. Yeah. You, you so I tarp. turned to a guy in blue, and I said, "Hey, hey, blue, the men, the men in blue, <laughs> the men in uniform." And I said, "Hey, can I pull this tarp with you?" And who's gonna say no? It's like shit. 
right you're gonna help it's like can i help it's like can i help you move (laughs) right i would imagine I mean, when you put it that way, right, who is going to say no to that? I mean, probably Major League Grounds crew, if you're just standing down the line. What's you're like, the hey, Major League? Yeah, sorry, never mind. Sorry. I'm making it up. I take that back. Sorry. You can edit that out, Jake. Um, <laughs> okay, so then you just go and you... So I just walked over to... The t- no one said yes or no, and I was like, well, it's raining. I'm going to help. You just... You just I walked missed... over and took a handle? I jogged and just started pushing the roll with the guys. I saw them in position to push, and I was like, what's up, fellas? Uh, the guys down there said I could help. They didn't. But who's going to be like, hey, man, we want to push this heavy thing without you. <laughs> right, right. That's a great point. Guy who's done a million fart pulls in life. Right. And you're, and the other thing about the grounds crew here is they're, they're not, like, that big. And, like, they probably saw you and they were like, oh, wow, we get a mule. Sure, let's do it. We get a big donkey. We'll do it. Uh, okay. It's like when Shaq goes to play pickup basketball with kids, you know? It's like that's a big guy. He's gonna help my team win. Okay, so you, you <laughs> but I'm not Shaq. You pull the tarp, and, and how did the experience of tarp pull? Can I just oh. say too? I, I apologize. I didn't get video of the initial. Again, it was pouring, and everyone else was running inside. And so when I come out, by the time I got out there, the tarp's on, and I just turn over. And the video that I that I tweeted, you can see, is I think you're you're hammering the stake yeah, in. Yeah, nailing it in with my hand, just kind of fisting it, right, um, in a good way. And so, yeah, how did it go? Did you? How did you guys execute it as a team? It was perfect. Let me tell you, I I miss tarp pool. I miss everything about college baseball, even the even the shit that sucked. Yeah, because it's like, why not? It's like I want to do this again. I want to I want to relive my glory days. Right. Bruce Springsteen wouldn't write about glory days if glory days sucked. That's what that song was about. Pulling tarp. So you finish pulling That's tarp. That's my you glory. Fi- days, you finish yeah. pulling tarp. Tarps in the field. Unfortunately, Auburn's pr- uh, practice gets gets you know uh, pushed and um at that point so they're done we go up to the press box and then we look down and they're they're you know clears up and we're pulling the tarp off and chuck's just sitting up in the press box like he's like and and he's, i said chuck what are you doing those are your guys down there and he goes that part sucks <laughs> <laughs> well it really does um but I wanted to make sure because I'm, I'm leaving one. And I was like, well, all right. So. I have an absolute bastard of a hangnail. And during that chunker tarp, you got to kind of pinch it. And to be fair, in my experience, after my second year of college, I was done with that part. I would stand and manage. I would stand around and be like, <laughs> oh, you were the stand and manage guy? Dude, stand. Fuck stand and manage so guy. Oh, so I you're still. So but you're no whatever. At this juncture, I was. This time, you were above, you were sitting and not man, sitting and observing. <laughs> he was like, he was like in the flight and the watchtower and an airport <laughs> direct traffic, he's like air traffic. He's controller. like, you guys are doing great. <laughs> you keep it going, boys. Okay, so you guys. So guys then, pull, so then the tarp comes off. Your your boys pull the tarp for you <laughs> while you're help directing. You're yeah. like, great, right, you're hey, great work, great job, guys. All right, we go back down. Uh, Ole Miss. That part does suck. Ole Miss, um, the 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 final team of the day, uh, comes on the field, and uh, we waited them out, and then uh, so they do their whole thing, and it was shortened. They didn't get to, to hit because then it was, it was too late in the day. Whatever, they do a quick infield. They come off. We run down, and we're like, "Well, we got to talk to Tim Elko." So we talked to Tim Elko. Uh, Tim was great. Tim was, I mean, he was he was awesome, phenomenal. Guy. And I know we call you know coming into the World Series, you said he is the Stephen Shock of this World Series. And honestly, after talking to him, uh, yes, 
Uh, he isn't quite as goofy. We're going to get to Sunny D in a second. Um, but he's he's awesome. Tim is, is is an incredible person and also, like you, in a very different way, a, a great uh, face of college baseball. Yeah, so, he's just a very authentic guy, which yeah. you got to appreciate. Like, yes. So we, we like we like uh, Timothy Elko and looking forward to watching him tomorrow. All right. So that was that. Then uh, anything else from Media Day? Because we're going to get to this. We didn't get to talk to Sonny D on Media Day because he had, again, the, it got cut short and then he was gone. Okay, great. Uh, but fortunately, Sunny D is, is a, like a lot of the people here, a big fan of Steven. And so he made sure we connected with him today. I think he's just a good person. He's just a good Great person. communicator. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll do... Could he be, could he, he could be a head coach. Great <laughs> communicator. Uh, we'll, we'll have Sunny D be, we'll the, be the finale here. Any Again, we're, we're already at you know 25 minutes in. And I think, again, you'll, you'll get more of the general game reaction and analysis on D1Baseball.com from, from Kendall and Aaron. Uh, but... General takeaways from the actual games today. We don't have to recap them. Honestly, the first game was a bit of a slog. Uh, I looked like, you know, Oklahoma was really going to run run away with it. AM sort of clawed back, but long game, a lot of runs, a lot of kind of lame homers. We did have a grand slam in there. Um, I'm trying to think who. Jimmy Crooks had the big homer early, so that was cool to see. Jake Bennett was fine. Detmer was not good, and yeah, you just walked a lot of guys. Yeah, well, it was a lot of walks, and, and Oklahoma's offense was just kind of still rolling. So yeah, that's kind of what happened there. Really, not a lot of takeaways from that one. Anything interesting around our day related to the game that you can think of? Not really. I mean, we well, just were working. You yeah, I mean, you know, Steve and I went up uh, in the morning. Uh, morning, walked around a uh, baseball village. All the, How was all that? The shops Steve? and vendors it was fun. You, you get recognized talking. a lot. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, that's that's the guy." Uh, you had a good time with the Wilson, right? Yeah, another Wilson sponsor, of course, of D1 baseball. That was cool. They had cool gloves there, so you can check Learned that. a lot. You can check that out, I'm sure, uh, on the on the various D1 baseball uh, channels. So that was good. And then, yeah, first game, meh, meh, not great. Second game was really, really good for about half the game. Mm-hmm. Texas Notre Dame. Uh, John Michael Bertrand was fabulous for Notre Dame. Uh, Ivan Melendez was only one for four. And there were a bunch of close plays early in the game, and then Notre Dame kind of pulled away as it wore on. Yeah, Notre Dame is is really they bang. Chilling, Seeing man. them in person, they like they bang. They hit. The they, they play fantastic defense. Um, they are just very confident, very old. The gold helmets are spectacular, and uh, yeah, and then the rally bananas at the end really really came out big. I, I was really intrigued by that because they were winning. By three. Yeah, but at they, that point, you you take all the good vibes you can get. Well, it worked, and they it. got the ninth inning homer from stomp on the throat. From uh, I've never from, done that. Putts. I've never stomped on a person's throat physically, but I can take it from you. You seem like you you have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anything from the Notre Dame Texas game, Chuck? That you want to? No, just what I'm seeing a lot, especially in Omaha. Whichever team scores more runs, typically wins. It's big so, in Omaha. Yeah, huge here. That's that's an Omaha thing, though. That's not yeah. everywhere. It's yeah. mostly here where you got to score more runs. The road in Omaha is paved with runs. Uh, but yeah, so it was. It was pretty. You know, it was. It was the, the games. We didn't have too much drama, but definitely good some. And then of course some some discourse about the baseballs again. Oh, they're they're flying like crazy. It's like that's fine. I don't oh. mind if the if, if they're if they're flying, but I still want the games to be closer. You know where the, when the baseballs were flying like crazy last year when Stephen Jacques <laughs> allowed a home run. Ooh, well we had this discussion too in the press box that. Um, I threw the first ever juiced ball. <laughs> yes. Oh, you think People that's why it went out? Me. Yeah. 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 I remember I looked at it before I threw it and said, this ball is juiced. You could feel it. Yeah. It felt like a brick it mixed had, with helium. It had pulp on it from yeah. the juice. From the juice. It was freshly squeezed. Some pulp. But the, the real highlight, of course, uh, from the, 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 the day today 
was that we did get to talk to Sonny D. And you'll see that video at some point soon. We Sonny was at the game tonight, and we, we caught up with him in the concourse. And uh, what a delightful gentleman. Not just a, a, a awesome person with a 1,400 OPS or whatever, but, man, I mean, he is a funny guy. And, and I mean, talk about two peas in a pod. You guys, you guys were getting along. That dude is just as great as you would imagine he is. Everything good about him that you think is true. And now, what I love about him is he's a phenomenal communicator, you know? And, like, when their practice got canceled the other day, he was very busy, had to run to official interviews with not dipshit Steve. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of a bummer. I'm not going to get to interview him. I look at my phone, got a DM from him within two minutes. Hey, man, sorry about that. Like, they have us running around like crazy. Are you free tomorrow? I'd love to meet up. And hmm. just... Phenomenal communicator throughout the day. Text me in the morning his schedule of like what he's got to do. Who does that? Who does that? Who does that? Sonny D does that. Sonny does that. And I confront him about it, and I go, "Say, <laughs> so, hey, why are you so confronting? Why are you so nice?" When I okay, maybe that's not what it means. But when I first see him, I go, "Dude, you're great at communicating." And he just puts his arms to the side and goes, "It's not that hard." <laughs> Honestly, like, he's right, he's but wrong. for some people. It is very hard. I wish I wish to get to that level at one point. Uh, Sonny's awesome. We're, we're obviously, we, I mean, him versus Elko. It's hard to hard to root against either of them. But uh, that's uh, I think that's going to do it here for our, our quick little recap. We know we know these things move quickly and things get stale. So we hope you enjoy this episode of the Shock Factor podcast. Enjoy day two of action again. Just to remind everybody, we will be there tomorrow all together. Stephen and I are departing on Sunday. So if you're listening to this on Saturday morning, you're wondering, hey, I haven't seen. Uh, Steven and Jake and Jordan yet well catch us tomorrow we'll be around um but yeah I'm excited I'm really excited about the games tomorrow and that was true even before today like I'm I'm much more excited about the games tomorrow so should be fun we'll see if we pot again tomorrow night or if it, not until Sunday or Monday or Tuesday whatever uh but uh Steven uh, send us send us home so then we can go out and have some fun college baseball freaking <laughs> rocks man you should like it if you don't just change your brain a little and like it and thank you for tuning in all season long. I really do appreciate you guys. And thank you to our sponsors, S2 Cognition and Wilson Hard Gloves. And, of course, to D1 Baseball for giving us the honor to be on their network. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Jake Mintz. Let's, Goodbye. Let's do some beers. <laughs>